Good morning and welcome to Chamber Files, the podcast for the downtown Chamber of Commerce, recorded here at the Des Moines Radio Group on Locust Avenue. We're joined by our producer, to the stars, Calvin Bierman. And our guest today is Karen Ligas. You're the executive director of Everybody Wins Iowa. Yep. And that is a cool name. I want to know what Everybody Wins at. Tell me about your organization. Absolutely. Everybody Wins When You Read With a Child. We are a reading, mentoring, uh, nonprofit organization serving elementary school students across nine school districts in central Iowa. What is it that you do? So we um, recruit volunteers from the community to come in and read one-to-one every week with the same elementary school student. And why is that important? Um, Reading is very important um, for everything in life. Um, And we know that research shows that if children are not reading on grade level by the end of third grade, their chance of graduating high school and future success um, exponentially goes down. Mm -hmm. And so we are really working with um, children identified by their classroom teachers because they are not reading on grade level or they're struggling with their reading skills. They may be English language learners and they or they just may have a need for um, a mentor to serve um, and have a good relationship with the student. Okay, now when you're talking about your organization and a one-on-one reading situation, uh, what's the difference between somebody going there and reading with the student versus them just reading on their own at home? Okay, so our organization was founded on the Jim Trelease Read Aloud Handbook and the research that shows that reading aloud to children really um, benefits their reading skills because you can read at a higher grade level, at a higher level of vocabulary and other reading skills. It helps them with their listening. It also helps them with their reading comprehension. And many of the students, if they're struggling in reading, they don't like to read and they particularly don't like to read out loud either. And so... Um, It really helps to have that motivation, number one. Um, They get excited about books because we're not reading the required um, books that they have to read for school. We're reading books that they like to read and that they enjoy reading. And then we also provide books for the children to take home so that they can start to build their home libraries. Many of the students that we serve, unfortunately, do not have books in their home. And so um, we try to provide them with a minimum of six to nine books each school year so that they can take the books home and and uh, be able to share them with their families. And really, number one is to get excited about reading. Okay. Now, is the, is the trend changing in the sense that, you know, when I was a kid, there were books, there were things to read, there were articles, uh, and now we've reached the digital age where we get all our information in 140 characters or less. People read headlines, not necessarily the articles. How is that changing about how people feel about books and education being important? Well, we do know that um, without having sort of that written materials available in the home, that the children are not necessarily developing their reading skills. Um, Children are learning to read um, from preschool on through third grade, and then it's just expected that they already have those basic literacy skills to be able to read, comprehend, and understand the materials. Curriculum gets more difficult as they uh, mature and go through the school system. And so um, if If they have the digital capabilities, oftentimes they're not reading um, actual materials or um, they're listening to videos or blogs. So they're not necessarily capturing those vocabulary and reading skills that they need to have. Okay. And uh, let's talk about why you're passionate about this subject. Let me get into who you are. 
Give me some of your background and how, what right. brought you here. Well, I am a social worker by trade and uh, have worked with a lot of young people and adults um, in employment and training services, as well as um, with career development and employment development. And we all know that reading is a requirement, no matter what career that you um, choose to go into, uh, you definitely need to be able to read and understand um, the English language in our country. And mm-hmm. so I've always been passionate about reader I, uh, reading. I'm, I've been an avid reader myself. And so... What's your favorite thing to read? Um, historical fiction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so the reason that we wanted to come in today is to celebrate um, its National Mentoring Month. Okay. And so we have over um, 800 volunteers who have served um, as reading mentors in the past year. And so we are celebrating all of our volunteers who come in every week and read one-to-one with our students. And we just really want to honor them. And we're gonna celebrate across all of our programs the last week of January. And we have a special certificate provided by the Iowa Mentoring Partnership um, that is signed by the governor, Reynolds. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of a special recognition for them. And then their students, We'll also be providing some special thank yous for their mentors. Perfect. Now, um, for our listeners who uh, love what everything you've said today, want to get involved, how do they go about doing that? Thank you for asking that question. Yes, um, we are always looking for volunteers. We will match students up through the first part, the first week or so of April. We want them to get a minimum of four to six weeks with their um, new mentors. And so we will continue to match students as um, we as we are able to acquire the volunteers to match with them. We always have students waiting for mentors. And so to get involved, you want to visit our website, which is everybodywinsiowa.org, all spelled out. Mm-hmm. And there is a link uh, menu at the top that's to apply to volunteer. Our volunteer application is right there on our website. Once they um, fill out the volunteer application form, Our volunteer manager, Anna, will um, contact the volunteer to conduct a short interview and um, do a background check because we want to make sure all of our volunteers pass backgrounds to be in the schools working with our students. And then they will attend an orientation session and then be matched with a student. What's the time commitment for a volunteer? So we initially try to get them to commit to a school year. Oftentimes, um, now we're into the second semester just about of the school year this year, and so we would um, definitely still be seeking volunteers to commit once a week um, to read with a student. Often, our um, the majority of our volunteers, probably over 70%, stay with that same student for two to three years okay. while they need that reading support. Um, oftentimes, they may transition to other mentoring programs to stay with, stay matched with that student as a Um, transition into middle school because that's also a key time um, for transitioning for students and uh, but we have lots of opportunities um, to help with that volunteer commitment I know a lot of times we have um, especially this time of year we've got a lot of snowbirds that Mm -hmm. like to travel and live in warmer climates Um, and so we can do what we call pair share so we can identify two volunteers that will pair share a student So when that one volunteer is not able to be there, they have their other pair that can um, share that student to read with them. So that way the student is still being read to every week. It may not, it may be with two volunteers um, instead of just the one. Okay, and now talk to me about who's here with you today. Today we have um, Anna Sundstrom, who is our volunteer manager. 
Hi, Anna. Talk to me about what you do for the organization. Hi, I'm Anna Sundstrom. I'm the volunteer manager for Everybody Wins. And just like my title sounds, I recruit volunteers and do everything that's required to do that. So I did want to add that we're looking for specific sites for our for volunteers at more hillside and downtown in the Wine area. So. All right. So you're looking for volunteers in the downtown and hillside area? Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Uh, so and then they can sign up to be volunteers on your website or do yep. they contact you directly? Uh, well, either either or. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Eh? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. And we also have Jordan Maines, who is our marketing and development um, coordinator. He also does a lot of IT support for our um, small organization Very and a lot cool. of other roles for our, um, for our program. Hi, Jordan. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Jordan Maines uh, with Everybody Wins Iowa. Uh, marketing and development coordinator is my title. So I do a lot of marketing, uh, grant writing, a lot of background work for Everybody Wins. Um, I also do technological support uh, across the organization. Um, and Jordan, what's your favorite thing to read? Ooh, I really like fantasy type series myself. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming, Jordan. Yeah, of course. It's great to be here. Thanks for having us. All right. We could also share today, January 8th, mm -hmm. is we are share, we are celebrating National Mentoring Month. So today, January 8th, is I Am A Mentor Day. So if others are mentoring in the community, we, we selfishly want to recruit volunteers to serve with Everybody Wins Iowa. But we do want to recognize that there are, um, I, I, I don't know exactly how many just in Central Iowa, but there are mm -hmm. many mentoring programs um, in Central, Central Iowa. And we would encourage people that are listening to think about signing up as a mentor. They can visit the Iowa Mentoring Partnership to volunteer as a mentor. And today is I have a I am a mentor day, and they can post on social media their experience as a mentor. Why is mentorship important? Have you been mentored? I have. Yes. Yeah. So you can answer your own question. I can, you? but I'm asking you. All right. So we know that mentoring is important for um, developing. Um, young people. Um, obviously, social emotional skills are also developed through mentoring relationship, helping to motivate and to help set goals and to help just support a young person. There is a plethora of research that shows um, if a young person has a mentor that they um, tend to go to college more, they tend to graduate um, from college and they tend to have um, higher skill careers um, in our community. And so it really helps to build their skills, just um, coming alongside of them. Many of our students are from single parent families, so it just kind of helps to have that extra adult. We know that parents are doing their best to um, raise their children. And so it's just another adult in the community that comes forward to say, hey, we care and we really want to help support um, you reaching your full potential. Awesome. So if I had to say, agree or disagree, all our world's problems would be solved if people just took the time to read and educate themselves. Would you agree or disagree? I do, I'd, I'd say there's a strong agreement to that. Yes, I <laughs> yeah, could. And who picks these books now? Just uh, just out of curiosity. I'm sure if Karen walked into a sixth grader and said, let's do some historical fiction today, <laughs> they would be like, no. No, in fact, graphic novels are the, the really popular item on our carts. Um, we do provide book carts in the schools um, and the community sites that we serve our students uh, so that we can kind of provide those resources that the students are most motivated and interested in reading. 
We do have uh, a lot of variety of books. We also work with uh, um, schools to identify sort of what are some of the things that the students need to be reading. Mm -hmm. um, and then we do an activity called Rito, which is like bingo, mm -hmm. where that requires the student to read different genre of books and maybe different um, difficulties so that the boys are not always reading superhero or dogman books and the girls are not always reading princess books, mm -hmm. but that they're all reading, you know, sort of, all the um, nonfiction fiction and other types of books that are available on our cart. And then once they complete their bingo or Rito, um, they are able to get a book of their choice. Either we may not be able to provide the exact title, but we may be able to provide a book written by that author or that type of genre that they're interested in. So that way they really know they get the book that they want to yeah. take home. Is the is the the book in the traditional sense made of paper and bound obsolete? Yes, we 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 do not feel that at all. And right. In fact, there has been, I think, in the last year, a lot more resurgence in the printed books coming back, mm -hmm. um, sort of like the LP um, album record albums coming back, making right. a comeback. And so, um, it's really important. Again, it's just being able to have that physical. Um, book in their hands and be able to read it. Um, we've had students that uh, I was at a program at the beginning of the year and a first grade student, we did our book giveaways in October before um, the end of first quarter. And this young man said, this is my book. And we encouraged them to put their names in them. And he said, this is the first book I've ever gotten that's all my own that I don't have to share with anybody else. That's pretty cool. And he was so excited about that book and to be able to take it home share it with his parents and grandparents and his siblings. That's awesome. Karen, any final thoughts before we wrap up? Um, I would just encourage folks to read to their children, or mm -hmm. if they don't have children of their own, to read to their nieces and nephews or maybe their neighborhood kids, and just encourage the kids. Ask them, what are you reading? What kinds of things do you like to read? Um, because literacy is so important for our community and for that individual student. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Please visit everybodywinsiowa.org. Check out more about this wonderful organization and how you can get involved. Reading is important. In fact, it's so important. Instead of telling your friends about this podcast, type it out and have them read the transcript. Uh, this is Sid Warker, president of the Downtown Chamber, a position I inherited with, uh, I just, it was uh, volunteered and then I was not, uh, was not available that day, so now I am the president. Uh, we record this podcast at the Des Moines Radio Group, conveniently located across from the Sculpture Garden on Locust Avenue. If you'd like to record your own podcast here, they have great studios and great producers like Mr. Calvin Bierman over here. And these studios are available for you to use. You can contact Michael Hope. He'll get you all start started up. Uh, thank you for listening. Once again, this is Chamber Files. Chamber Files.